Welcome to MoFo Perspectives, a podcast by Morris and Forster, where we share the perspectives of our clients, colleagues, subject matter experts, and lawyers. Welcome to MoFo's ESG Pathways podcast series. I'm Marcia Ellis, Global Chair of MoFo's Private Equity Group. In 2022, we surveyed 100 Asia-headquartered fund of general partners with AUM of more than $1 billion to gain their insights on how ESG considerations are impacting their investments and the market. In the US, EU, and UK, there is a growing expectation for companies and funds to extend ESG due diligence to their global supply chains. In this podcast, mobile partners Chun Ju and Stacey Sprankle will discuss what funds with portfolio companies operating in Asia should do to prepare themselves for further ESG scrutiny of their supply chains as well as how companies can balance local requirements and restrictions with the requirements being imposed by US, EU, and UK regulators and LPs. My name is Stacey Sprinkle. I lead Morrison and Forrester's global ethics and compliance practice and our ESG compliance and investigations team. And I've been spending a lot of time of late working with global companies to really assess and determine how to mitigate third-party risk. And my name is Chen Zhu, based in Hong Kong. I've been working in this part of the world for close to a decade, including advising companies, U.S. companies, foreign companies on supply chain risk and how to mitigate economic sanctions risks. So Stacy, let's start this conversation with some stage setting. So companies have been working on their supply chains and thinking about them for a long time. What's driving the current focus on supply chain risks and what's causing companies to focus on that issue in this particular time? I think it's really an interesting time. As you know, companies have been thinking about compliance risks in their supply chain for a while, but ESG and the new focus really, or enhanced focus on ESG has caused companies to take a step beyond compliance in a way, if you will, and start to think about what is coming from a regulatory perspective, but also from a counterparty expectation perspective. There's been a wave of new legislation, primarily in Europe, that's requiring more by way of supply chain transparency and diligence. And then the SEC's uh, proposed disclosure rules are going to require companies to understand scope three emissions, which includes the emissions from their supply chain. So these couple of things are among the developments that are really driving companies to get prepared for what's coming. And even companies that aren't covered by those specific disclosure rules or regulations are going to be requested by counterparties to make representations about their own supply chains. So the whole situation is really causing companies across the board to pause and think about third-party risk in a more holistic way. But I'm curious from your perspective and what you've seen on the ground in Asia, how are companies balancing local requirements such as anti-sanctions regulations with these much more robust requirements coming out of jurisdictions like the UK and Europe. Yeah, that's certainly a topical issue right now. And I would just add that one other reason why companies are focused on ESG issues, especially in this part of the world, is because of the rising tensions between US and China, the trade war, the economic trends that we've seen from the US targeting Chinese companies, as well as the blocking statute that was recently enacted by China in response. And so many companies, U.S., Chinese, and third country companies really having to navigate the two 
competing sets of regulations. And so, for example, we recently advised a company that sources a key raw material from a certain part of China that's been really the focus of export controls and sanctions by the United States. And the question was, how can this company continue to source materials for its supply chain to sell goods around the world and in particular to the United States while complying with these sanctions restrictions on its supply chain? And so what we had to do was first figure out how important these supply chains from China were, and also figure out whether there were ways to diversify its supply chain for these particular raw ingredients. And that became a really important part of the balancing of this company. So Stacy, what would you say are some key takeaways that you would offer to companies and to funds with portfolio companies operating in Asia? What should they be doing to prepare for these types of ESG risks in their supply chain? Well, Chen, interestingly, the example that you gave really highlights how complicated this can be. But my advice would really be to take a step back and think holistically about your third parties and your third party risk. Who are the types of third parties you're working with? Where are they working? What kinds of risks do they present to you? And try to develop a holistic approach to mitigating and managing that risk because you can't do everything with regard to every third party that you have. So really starting with the third parties that present the biggest risk to you in different areas and thinking about how to have an integrated approach across different compliance and ESG-related subject matters so that you're able to be efficient in how you're going out and gathering information from your third parties, but you're also effectively mitigating risk. Yeah, these are important points. And I would also add that it's important to focus on these ESG requirements coming out of jurisdictions like the US, like the EU, but also if you're operating in China and Asia, to make sure to be considering and balancing the sometimes countervailing risks and requirements coming out of the local jurisdiction. And that may mean finding ways to comply, but that also do not offend or violate the local requirements and finding ways to thread that needle. Absolutely. I agree. We hope that this short podcast has given you some insight into the impact of ESG on global supply chains. The MoFo team is here to help you with all aspects of your ESG journey, including advice, training, and insights. Contact us at ESG at mofo.com. To learn more about MoFo's ESG Asia Fund Report, to take our online survey, which helps GPs benchmark themselves along their ESG journey, or to listen to more editions of our ESG Pathways podcast series, visit our dedicated page on the mofo.com website. Thanks for listening. Please make sure to subscribe to the MoFo Perspectives podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions about what you heard today or would like more information on this topic, please visit mofo.com slash podcasts. Again, that's mofo, M-O-F-O dot com slash podcasts.